Hey, Elizabeth Jones here again. In the last mini episode, we talked about one way to begin a book as a first time writer by telling your story to yourself, along with an imaginary skeptical person in your head and convincing yourself and them of your story. Well, this next episode is on telling and selling your story to someone else, many someone else's in real life. When I say sell, I mean to convince or persuade. When it comes to selling in the marketplace, everyone is trying to figure that out. Most of all the professionals. Don't worry about that and get tripped up before you even begin. It can seem that you're supposed to start out writing by learning what sells and trying to write that, or by learning complex structures and terms in your own personal authorial style and somehow knowing all that will ensure you a commercial success. Mm, I'm not so sure. You might have even started to look around for advice on writing a story and come across courses or videos with titles like The Plot Pyramid or The Five Examples of Denouement, complete with a fancy French word. But when faced with writing for the first time, ignore all that and think of it as interesting and instructive stuff for someday farther down the road. But for here and now, let's demystify things whenever we can. As I'm speaking, the listener who I'm thinking of doesn't see themselves as a writer and perhaps feels locked out of a creative upper echelon. I've met these people many times and they wanna know how I do what I do. By reminding people of the essentials of our storytelling human natures, things we already recognize as true about ourselves and how we communicate, people begin to see a way forward to being known and understood no matter who they are or how they make a living. If they're intrigued enough, they sometimes muse about what it might be like to be a writer with a capital W. My standard answer is, we all have stories, writers just write them down. Then they seem to wake back up like, right, of course, it's not so mysterious, maybe I could try it. So for an example of how to tell and sell a story, I'll tell one of my own. I recently met with a lawyer because I was buying a new home and at the time of closing, he told a romantic story about how a seller and a buyer met in that very room and eventually ended up together and came in again to buy a different third place upon getting married. And all of us around the table said, oh, I got the feeling that he told the story often and all he would need to do is hit record on his phone to have the framework of a short story or even a novella or a script for a rom-com. So what's happening in this scenario is the lawyer is hoping to elicit a response from the people around the table and he got it. He's gauging his audience, which will determine how he presents it. He's not thinking, okay, gotta remember the three act structure or gotta have a reversal of fortune before the resolution. No, he was simply making a point. Extraordinary things happen here in my offices all the time. He didn't want to be seen as a numbers man who only kept pushing papers toward us to sign. There's a higher purpose for him in these transactions. He's facilitating life transitions. His role is something positive and is not merely money grubbing. He has a calling and he wants to be recognized for that and not just paid for that. He wants to be known and understood more fully through storytelling, which to me is why we do it. His romantic story was a good way to get his point across without saying it outright. 
He needs this story to have an effect on his listeners, to convince them of the unspoken premise, I'm a soulful person at heart. After interrupting the proceedings partway through to ask me some questions about being a writer, he said, my son asked me what his undergrad degree should be if he were to go to law school, and I said English. Writing is at the heart of what lawyers do. This story about his son was another mini-story, in case the first romantic one wasn't enough. And he chose the word heart, which tipped me off to what point he was driving home. That lawyers are human beings, and law is an extension of the humanities. Now, whether he sold that idea would be for each listener to decide. But the fundamental reason he's telling these stories is that he's going for effect. And that's what you need to decide about the purpose of your story. You've already been thinking about why your story needs to be told, as I talked about in the previous mini episode. Now you're deciding what effect do you want to have on your reader? What do you want them to feel? Advertisers very much know how they want you to feel and how to elicit the response they need to sell you something. As a writer, you are hereby bequeathed the same rights of skullduggery, but as an ethical pirate, as we touched on last time. So here are two ways you can go for effect with your book. You can have a big bang at the beginning for immediate impact. The effect of immediate impact is that it makes the listener, one, instantly imagine the scene, two, identify with the main character, and three, insert themselves into the story. In doing this, the reader is four, investing in it emotionally, which five, increases their interest in it all the way to the end. Thanks, I had to think a while to come up with all of those I phrases, but don't worry, there's no pop quiz. An immediate impact at the beginning of the story stuns upon its landing. It's the dramatic entrance. Everything that follows is secondary. These secondary events are like aftershocks that hold our attention in case the first shock is wearing off and attention is wandering. Other times, the effect has to be subtle in its delivery, using the art of persuasion, following one scene after another until we finally get to the big reveal. The reader isn't necessarily braced for it, so it can pack a punch at the end. Instead of stunning them up front, you've been slowly persuading them to stay with the story one scene at a time. You're building up sympathy for your main character with pauses for effect, or sejuras, as they're called, until you reveal something big, because if you'd had revealed it up front, it would be too unbelievable. Now you've told it so convincingly that the reader can't help themselves. They want to believe, even against proof to the contrary, even if it goes beyond the limits of their understanding and experience. They're sold. Just to be clear, you're not limited to just one style. You can use both immediate impact and persuasion to great effect. The style you choose, a straightforward go for broke, grab for attention, or a more leisurely seduction with smaller bids for attention, like the spider and the fly, is mainly based on the aim of your story. What do you aim to accomplish with the telling? Do you wanna make a big impression or draw someone in closer? Do you want to distract, entertain, or impress? Or do you wanna invite them into more intimacy with your imagination? Hey, I managed three more I words, I'm on a roll. So once you identify the emotional reaction you're going for, this will shape the how of telling it. The details will line up in order of priority. 
The moments for including information or description will raise their hands when it's time. It won't be as insurmountable as you think because you've already been thinking about it. You've already been perfecting how you tell your stories each time you tell them. The lawyer telling the room about the romance, I guarantee you he perfected the telling of it long ago. Maybe someday he'll decide to be a writer of the heart as well as a writer of the law. I hope so because I like stories with heart and humanity. Okay, now that you know what effect you're going for with your story, the next stage of presenting a story is about your narrator, the person telling the story, who isn't necessarily you or even the main character, although they can be. Think of them more like the voiceover in a movie that fills us in on what the narrator is thinking, the one who presents and interprets the action and points to what we should pay attention to. And we'll talk about this next stage in another upcoming mini episode. In the meantime, start writing and stay wild.